You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 37. Hello, 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 and welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, where every week we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And you know what? This one matters. They always do. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to make any episodes that don't matter to you because because then what would be the point, right? But you guys, this one, this one especially matters. We are talking about how to stop the cycle of self-loathing. And I will tell you, as I often do, how much I debated the title of this episode, because I really, I wanted to shy away from that phrase, self-loathing. It's a big one. It's a tough one. It's, it's hurtful to think about self-loathing. And ultimately, that's actually why I decided to go with it. Because I hear from you guys directly and indirectly. I see what you write when you are on social media. I see what you write in comments to me. I see what you write to indirect messages to me. And I know, I know that you struggle with self-loathing. And that, that is why I decided to actually talk about it because I don't want you to and I can help you. This is something I can legitimately help you with. And here, here's my, here's my, my spoiler alert that I always give. Today is not going to be a quick fix. I mean, I do, I, I promised you I would help you stop the cycle of self-loathing, but that's not going to be something that you're going to listen to one episode of one podcast and be like, boom, I love myself all the time. Everything's easy. Everything's great. Woo, 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 right? This is, this is a process, but it's a process that is well worth your time. Here's, here's what I know about self-loathing because I do have, I do have a fair bit of experience with it. And that was, that was the other half of the reason why I decided to talk about it in these words is because I, I do know what this feels like. I know what it feels like to have these thoughts running around in your head of, I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. I'm so stupid. I can't do anything right. And then, and then here's the real reason why I actually think it becomes more than just painful thoughts, but turns into self-loathing. There's another layer of misery on top of that, that we uh, give to ourselves, frankly, where we then judge ourselves for having these thoughts. Oh, there I go again, thinking these thoughts about how ugly I am and how stupid I am and how fat I am, why I'm worthless. We layer on a second coating of unhappiness on top of that first layer of calling ourselves names. And it is, it is avoidable and fixable. And I, I have seen the other side of what it feels like to not be in this cycle of thinking something negative and then judging myself for thinking something negative about myself. And I want you to know that there is help. And I also, I was thinking about, I was thinking about why you not just would want to stop the self-loathing. I mean, I feel like that's kind of obvious. Like, of course you don't want to feel bad about yourself. Like everybody, everybody kind of knows that that one's pretty, pretty simple. But I was thinking about, even though I do not like to use the phrase should, I don't, I don't like to tell you, you should do things, but I was thinking about why you actually should stop 
self-loathing. And it's because it is truly a waste of your resources. You are wasting time with these thoughts and you are wasting energy with these thoughts. And that's so, such a fascinating thing to think, right? About how much time and energy you spend thinking the thought originally, but then layering on the judgment of the thought. And then for some of us, I mean, I know that this was something that I would do and then continuing in the cycle and also kind of walking down the road about the worst case scenario about why I'm ugly, why I'm worthless, why all of these things. I know for myself how much time I spent on this. And it was, I mean, if there's 24 hours in a day and I'm asleep for eight of those, I would say there was probably at least over the course of the day, an hour or more every single day that I spent thinking really negative thoughts about myself and then judging myself for those negative thoughts. And I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you do the math on how much money you'd make if you were actually spending time thinking about your job, for example, <laughs> or or in my case, if I was still spending that hour or more every day, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be making the videos that I'm making. I wouldn't be doing the other things that I am now capable of doing because I have freed up my brain to think creatively in other ways. Isn't that amazing to wonder what you might spend your time thinking about? You could invent the thing that we need in the world that would make you a billionaire that, that the rest of us have never even thought of if your brain was free of these self-loathing thoughts. That's kind of crazy when you think about that, right? So, so let's talk about, let's talk about your self-loathing thoughts. Let's talk about what they are. Because my friend, even with a big word like self-loathing, those thoughts are still just thoughts. They are still electrical impulses that are firing in your brain. That's it. That's all they are. Isn't that crazy? It's the same amount of energy that it takes to think something like, where should I have for dinner tonight? Or, or what should I wear today? It's the same energy that it takes to think something else. In fact, it probably even takes a little bit less energy. I'm going to guess because, because this is a cycle of thoughts. This is probably a collection of old thoughts that you are having that you have had numerous times before. Generally speaking, the first time we think something, it takes more energy and then, and then we get really efficient at it. We've talked about this before about how your brain loves to be efficient. Your brain is very happy to think the same things over and over and over and over again simply because that's just what it's designed to do. Your brain, your brain doesn't actually care what you think. Your brain just wants to be efficient. It's a biological organism. So it is firing these electrical impulses the same way it always has. It forms what's called a, a neural pathway, which is, I mean, it's exactly like a footpath. When you are walking through a field for the first time and you're trampling all the grass, you're trampling all the weeds, you know, it takes a little bit more energy. But then when you go back 
and then forth and back and forth and back and forth across this field, you eventually trample down all the grass and you create a path. And then it gets really, really easy to find your way through that meadow every single time the exact same way. That's what your thoughts do. When you have them habitually over and over, they simply create these paths that are easy to think again. And I mention that because these thoughts, even though they feel more difficult, even though they feel heavier and harder and sadder and bigger than other thoughts, like I'm going to go eat a sandwich right now, they're actually still the same. They're the same electrical impulses that we have for any other thought in our brains. And I want you to know that because when we have these thoughts, we give them this huge power. And I'm going to talk about how and why we do that in just a couple of seconds here. But we give them this huge power that then makes them seem like we can't overcome it, like it's too big of a burden, like we would never, ever be able to get rid of these thoughts. But I will tell you that you can remove these thoughts from your brain as easily as the thought, I'm going to go eat a sandwich. It is the same substance in your brain. So let me get right to it. How do you stop the cycle of self-loathing? My friends, I'm going to teach you three words that are going to change your life. And I know you've heard these three words before, but I'm still put together with this particular topic. This is going to change your life. Here are the three words. I notice that. When you are having thoughts, when you are in your thoughts, you're thinking, I'm so fat, I'm so stupid, I'm so ugly, I'm so worthless, everything's terrible, etc., Those thoughts are running around in your brain as though they are part of you, as though they are you. But when you have the thought, I notice that I'm thinking, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, I'm so worthless, I'm so whatever. It changes the way you think about the thought. It takes you one step away. It gives you that teeny tiny bit of separation between the thought being you and the thought being simply a thought. I notice that. I notice that I'm thinking about my worthlessness. I notice that I'm thinking that I'm stupid. I notice that I'm thinking about my weight right now. I notice that I'm thinking about my body right now. I notice that I'm thinking something that makes me feel terrible. I notice that I'm having these thoughts repetitively. I notice that I am judging myself. I notice whatever, whatever you notice. Now, here's why this works. There's two reasons. Number one, like I said, it gives you a layer of separation. When you realize that your thoughts are thoughts and that you can actually think about your thoughts, it changes those thoughts. When you notice your thoughts, the very thoughts themselves start changing because they are being observed. 
this is a psychological principle and I don't remember what it's called, but it's one of the, it's one of the reasons why psychology is so difficult because as soon as we, as people notice that we are being observed, we subtly, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes not even subtly, but we subtly change our thoughts, our behaviors, our actions, the things that we report, the things that we are willing to say to somebody else about what we are thinking, what we are doing, what we are, what we are feeling. Observing something changes that thing. That's actually a really basic principle in all of science, that the observation as part of the experiment becomes an element of the experiment. I know we're getting, we're getting deep here, (laughs) but, but let me, let me also explain in, in a way that, in a way that we have talked about before. And this will, for me, it makes a lot more sense. When I start thinking about, when I start thinking about all the different layers of our brain, sometimes I get a little bit lost, but this one, I totally understand. My friends, we have talked about how your thoughts create your feelings. This was a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. It was the episode of how to change. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you listen to that one. Super important, very foundational stuff. That one and the facts versus opinions, truly life changing stuff. But, but here's the thing. Because we know that thoughts create feelings, here's why putting I notice that in front of the thought changes everything. When you think, I'm so ugly, for example, what feeling comes up for you? If this is a thought that you normally have. I mean, I don't generally think that about myself. So the feeling that comes up is eh, whatever. But, but a thought that you have about yourself that, that creates a feeling of, let's say, worthlessness or unlovability or unhappiness or sadness or whatever, whatever kind of negative emotion that it brings up for us. You know, you can see, you can feel how the thought in and of itself feels because it creates a feeling of, let's say, worthlessness. When you say, I notice that I'm telling myself I'm a stupid right now, that thought creates a feeling of curiosity. It creates a feeling of like, like being a scientist of, of noticing something. Noticing something doesn't feel especially terrible. It feels very interesting. It feels like a spark of curiosity. It feels like, I wonder what's going on here. It feels like something you can manage. When you notice that you are thinking something, it takes all of the sting out of that original thought because you're having a different thought. Different thoughts create different feelings. And when you notice that, you can gain some authority over the thoughts that you're having. Step one, I mean, here we go with the practical stuff. This was all, this was all somewhat practical, even though it's very theoretical. But step one, of changing the cycle of self-loathing is simply using the phrase, I notice that. Notice your thoughts. 
take that step away. Get that layer of separation between you and your thoughts by putting the words, I notice that, in front of them. That is how we gain authority over our thoughts. As soon as you notice your thought, you will be capable of changing it. Now, the, the strategy for changing your thoughts, it is not fast. I already told you that. <laughs> I already gave you my, I already gave you my big warning at the beginning. This is not something that simply saying, I notice that will take away all of the self-loathing, but it is the critical, essential first step to being capable of changing the thoughts. When you notice them, you can start to examine them. You can start to decide whether or not these thoughts are serving you. I mean, again, with the spoiler alert, they're not. They're totally not. We've already talked about this. They are a waste of your precious time and energy. So when you can understand what the thoughts are, you can notice them. You can examine them. You've already decided these don't serve me. You can decide what to think instead. And then that phrase still going to come in handy because I promise you, here's the thing. Even though you notice the thoughts and even though you start to gain some authority over them, you decide you don't want to think them anymore. You decide what you'd like to think instead. And you start practicing this other phrase you will notice that the old thought still pops up. It's going to. It's absolutely going to. This is your brain being efficient. And then you can remind yourself, oh, I noticed that I'm still having this thought. I noticed that my brain is still offering me this thought. I notice that I'm going to need to practice the new thought some more. I notice that I can step away from that thought and think something else. Noticing what's going on with you is the thing that will change everything, frankly. It will help you change your cycle of self-loathing. My friends, this was, this was a lot <laughs> and also a little. I know, I know that we didn't get too much into the practical stuff because there was so much to do with the, the thought work stuff. But here's, here's how we're going to change. Here's how we're going to change this cycle by noticing it. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering what thoughts you notice. What thoughts did you notice while you were listening to this podcast? What thoughts do you now notice that you have some authority over, that you can change? You know that I would love to hear from you. I hope this one was helpful today. I always hope it's helpful. Let me know what you noticed. I'll talk to you again soon.